Hi there, and thanks for tuning in to the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You're about to listen to another proud presentation brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs. Stand out from the crowd. For more information, visit revengelover.com and mention the podcast for 10% off of your order. Greetings, true listeners. We are back with another episode of the Longboxcast. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Longboxcast. It's time to catch up on comic books, pop vinyls, superhero shows, which I'm starting to believe that the CW should just call themselves the DCW at this point with all the freaking shows they're collecting. The Longboxcast. Too many issues for a short box. Greetings and welcome to another episode of the Long Box Cast. It is episode 92 and we record this on January 15th, 2017. So if you're listening to this in like 2018, 2019, you're way behind. So yeah, um, special episode today because we got a special guest from the Ranger Command Power Hour or Ranger Command D- Power Hour DX. As no, it's now still, still Ranger Command Power Hour, we just changed the Twitter handle. Oh, so. DX, I'm so cool. <laughs> so, either way, we got Eric Barry with us today. Hey guys, how's it going? Good, good. Long time no uh, talk, but we do see you on social media. You, you had a pretty busy, busy year when I follow you on Instagram and stuff. Um, yeah. There is, there is a question I do have for you, Eric. Though, uh, did you get like a sketchbook and you're just trying to do a sketch a day uh, yes. this year? Cause, okay, because that I think is amazing. Uh, I got a book like that a while, like last year. Never haven't done anything with it, but I, I <laughs> like seeing that like every day. Like you're like, hey, I need to do something, so you'll draw out a logo or some of that. So I, I've been really enjoying that. So oh, thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't get to do one last night, but I, so I'm going to do two today. Uh, but I was at uh, my co-host uh, Zach's uh, birthday party uh, yesterday. So oh, cool. That's fun. But yeah, he, cool. he also read the Justice League Power Rangers. It's it's a fun comic, and I can't wait to talk about it. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah, that's uh, that's another reason why Eric is on the show, because we finally got that crossover, which I'm going to be honest with you, I didn't see that crossover coming. Like, it's a no-brainer crossover, but I didn't even, like, in a million years, I'd be like, oh, wow, why, why haven't they done this yet, you know, kind of thing, so. Oh, yeah, it's, when they first announced it, I was like, wow, this makes perfect sense. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's it was surprising when they announced it. I don't know if Boom Comics and DC have ever teamed up like that before, but... Um, I think, I don't think so. Yeah, so th- this is pretty major. It really is. Um, I mean, when I first heard about it, I was like, um, okay, so Justice League and Power Rangers crossing over... It sounds to me like we need to do a crossover between Ranger Command Power Hour and Longbox Cast for this. So, until the day Power Rangers crosses over with Pokemon, um, we'll see how that goes. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if that's ever going to happen. Yeah, but but I also now thinking about it in like the whole sense of doing this crossover, I'm like, it's actually an ingenious idea because now you're you're doing the new Power Ranger movie coming out, yep. and then have justice league coming out as well at the end of this year. And you're like, wait, like that was, that was genius. Like, <laughs> you're like yeah. you're mm-hmm. into this stuff and then, Oh, here's movies now, you know? So uh, it was really kind of an ingenious, like marketing, you know, plan for that. Oh yeah. The, the licensing that they must've, uh, you know, worked out and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, perfect timing with the new movie because this is a six issue series. So it's going to take us into June and the Power Rangers movie comes out in March, so by that time, uh, issue three will be out of this crossover. So it, it'll be pretty interesting. That will be very interesting. But um, I guess before we dive into into that and um, all of our news that we have this week that Kyle uh, found, uh, let's. Uh, how's everyone been, Kyle? How have you been? And how have you been, Eric? And uh, we'll catch up a little bit, let people know what's going on, and then boom, we'll dive into some some comic book stuff. Uh, Go ahead, Kyle. <laughs> I was just gonna say uh, things are going good here. Um, 
Uh, just got home from a hockey game in North Carolina yesterday. I went to go surprise a friend for a surprise birthday, and uh, I drove. I didn't get home till like about one thirty last night, so <laughs> I slept in today. It was kind of nice, actually. Yeah, I did too. I got up at six, and then I was like, you know what? This pillow is like really nice right now, and <laughs> <laughs> just went back to sleep. But no, I'm I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I was just going to say, so with, uh, like, sleeping in, like, I remember, like, back in, like, my youth, sleeping in would be, like, till noon. So what do you guys classify as sleeping? Because to me, yes, I slept in today, but it was, like, 8.30. (laughs) (laughs) No. No, I I actually slept in till, like, 11 o'clock. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) Mine was actually 8.30 because normally I get out of bed about 7.30. So 8.30 is me sleeping in, especially with a cat who wants to be fed at the same time every time. Yeah, they'll do it. You got to get one of those automatic timer feeders, man. They're they're amazing. No, my cat would still bug me. I know it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then just get a cattle prod. I don't know. Um, Just get a dog. (laughs) (laughs) Just replace the entire thing. You're like, yeah, I'm done with this. This is fun. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so, okay. Yeah, no, I was just curious about that because I'm like, I I usually am waking up at like 4.30 to go to work like during the week and then like me sleeping in is like 8.39. I'm like, yes, you know, like I did it. Um, But uh, yeah, so um, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, uh, anything? Oh yeah, because uh, we're catching up with people. So anything big yeah. and thing you're hoping for, Eric, uh, during this new uh, year of 2017? Things like you're uh, looking forward to, or things that you're like, oh, I'm going to be able to be doing this this year, like some cool stuff. Where people, uh, where can people find you? You know. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I mean, you can follow all my misadventures on uh, Twitter, uh, Instagram, all that stuff. I'm at truckyb 47 uh, you know, a couple po- uh, podcasts on the Four Eyed Radio Network, the Starfleet Escape podcast, uh, which uh, we're hoping to, you know, bring back in full force in 2017. Uh, 2016 was kind of uh, not our best year in terms of releasing a lot of content, but uh, hope to do more in 2017, especially with the new Star Trek series coming out, which I'm looking forward to. Uh, they're going to start filming that in uh, this month at the end of this month. So I'm extremely excited about new Star Trek series. Like it's going to be amazing. Um, and then, you know, still keeping up with uh, Ranger command power hour. We got our third anniversary special, uh, coming up, uh, next Saturday. So Ooh. that'll be a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, looking forward to life stuff, uh, going on uh, honeymoon, uh, sometime this year, we're still trying to plan that out, and uh, yeah, so it'll be it'll be fun. Going to go to a couple of conventions. I'm going to go to C two E two in Chicago. Uh, oh, cool. yeah, been to every one that they've uh, had uh, since they launched that show. So I, I'm definitely not going to miss it this year. Nice. Like Stan Lee's going to be there. Um, uh, Stephen Blum. Uh, uh, oh wow! Yeah, prolific voice actor. Yeah, so um, yeah, it's going to be cool. That is pretty awesome. And speaking of uh, the your uh, the Starfleet Escape podcast, I know I'm going to sit down and finally get a chance to play the uh, Star Trek Online. Uh, nice. Aaron, Aaron was going to have me come on for like I don't know just a segment just to talk about how I li- how I like it with you know arcade bros and all that kind of stuff. So we might do a little bit of a crossover there. I was finally happy because cool. they got one of those bigger hard drives for the Xbox one. And I'm like, Oh yeah, now I can, instead of going like, I really want to play this, but I don't want to install anything. Uh, okay. I'll give up. So now I just installed everything. I'm like, all right. The people are like, Hey, I want a game. I'm like, it's already installed. Let me just pop the disc in, you know? Uh, oh yeah. God, I have to do that because I, I had to do that this weekend. I had to delete uh, quite a bit cause I, I uh, got destiny, the, the whole collection, nice. um, getting back into destiny and I also got Overwatch. So I was, like, trying to install both. I'm like, oh, God, I need to clear all this space. I'm like, I need a hard drive. I need an Xbox hard drive. <laughs> I, I highly recommend it. I got the 4 terabyte, and literally I put a bunch of stuff on it, and it's literally, like, 33% right now. That's wow. awesome. That's been used. So I'm like, like, I highly recommend it. I know I'm thinking of actually looking into doing that with the PlayStation 4 as well, because I'm doing that now, where I'm like, oh, I want to play. Oh, I got to delete stuff. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> so it's, uh, it's one of those fun things. But yeah, no, definitely. Uh, speaking of Destiny and having Overwatch, uh, we got to, Matthew and I and you, we should all like get together on that stuff and play some more. Because I haven't touched any of the new stuff with Destiny. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I was on it on year one. Uh, and then I kind of got sick of the repetitiveness and I sold my collector's edition and then all these updates and stuff came out and I played it with, uh, a couple of my friends and I was like, oh man, they added so much stuff to this and it's a lot more fun now. So I finally was able to get it recently, uh, this weekend and I installed it and I, I've been trying to catch up on missions and do all that stuff. So it's fun. It's a lot of no, fun. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. It's very fun to play. But, uh, yeah, I just figured let's get a little bit of the gaming stuff talking because I know Arcade Bros is definitely having a show tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really, we really try to get back in the swing of that stuff. But without without trying to, you know, talk about all the other shows that I'm on, that everyone's all like, David, you need it. That's my problem. That's my addiction problem. Everyone's all like, has drugs, crack, and I'm all like, podcast. I got to get another podcast. I have another podcast. I'm good, you know. Um <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so let's uh, let's dive into some of the stuff. So um, everyone caught up on all the CW shows. Those are going to be coming back soon in a big bad way, right? I'm not. Yeah, I'm like, I I'm believe not next week. <laughs> I'm not caught up at all. No. Okay. Not not with the current season. I'm I'm horrible TV watcher. Ah, you're fine. Um, I see. I am a little bit caught up on Agents of the Shield, so I think I'm only behind one episode. So. That's actually a story that is not in um, show notes, but I did remember this. Uh, we'll, we'll just dive into all of that stuff now. But yeah, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Apparently Ghost Rider is no longer going to be on it because he costs too much. Yeah, That's he like he, he disappeared into like another realm or whatever at the end of his arc, and now they're focusing on the life model decoy stuff as so, like the second half yeah. of the season. Yeah. So how do you how do you feel about that? Because I know I watched a little bit of the Ghost Rider and I really enjoyed it. I thought it was kind of cool, like how they did his character. Um, and I know it's not you know Johnny uh, Blaze; it's uh, the newer Ghost Rider now who drives you know the um... yeah uh, R- Robbie Reyes. Yeah, I was all like, I'm like, I know it's like one of those like Bruce Banner kind of names. You know? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I did enjoy that. I thought it was kind of cool. But now I'm kind of curious if they if they're going to be like, look, this is a really good character. We could probably move this into another media, such as let's maybe do a Netflix series, which I don't know if Netflix is just going to become Marvel now. Um, <laughs> as all their stuff. But uh, but Kyle, did you catch up on Agency? Or did you kind of like peter off after a little bit of the Ghost Rider um, stuff? I watched the last episode of, or the newest episode of this part of the season with the LMDs. Uh, it, I don't know. It was good, but there's still a lot going on with it that, uh, you know, but I, I miss Ghost Rider, honestly, because Ghost Rider really was the pull for me for this season because, like, after last season, it was kind of just going downhill for me, and then when I saw Ghost Rider, I was like, okay, cool, I'll watch it, and I actually enjoyed it, but now, like, it still ties in with the last half because the, they had uh, Ada actually read the, uh, the Dark book, Home. what I'm going to call it. Dark yeah, the Dark Home. Home. Yes, I, I call it spooky book. <laughs> I, I like that now. It's all like, get me the spooky book. What? <laughs> the, the, the spooky book. It has a name. Well, I don't. I I, I don't know it. <laughs> but it's the dark home. But um, <laughs> so that whole thing happened. Uh, I won't spoil anything for you guys. Um, but I don't know. I, I miss Ghost Rider. It, it was a hook for me, and this one's kind of missing it. You know what? Um... Because I, I caught up uh, my wife, Teresa, on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. We've done the whole Marvel thing. We're all caught up on the entire Marvel universe. Nice. Um, saw Doctor Strange. Loved that movie. That was saw. fantastic. Really good. And I I, lo- I I don't think Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has really dipped at all. Um, I actually really enjoyed last season. Um, I, I liked how they you know tied up that whole uh, Grant Ward storyline and, and he's gone um but yeah when they did ghost rider i was like holy crap this is amazing like the effects were brilliant i loved the car like they mm-hmm. were doing some amazing oh, yeah. chase sequences that were really great and yeah he just kind of like bloop, disappeared without anything you know he kind of sacrificed himself with his uncle whatever that whole storyline and then it's like Dun dun dun! We got these LMD weird clone things, 
And I'm like, I, I really liked the Ghost Rider. I liked his character because his character was such an antithesis to the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, he was his own guy. And, you know, he had these amazing powers. And, you know, yeah, the effects might cost a lot, but it's Marvel. Just throw more money at it. It's not like they don't have a lot of money to throw at this show. Yeah. That's the thing, though. I don't know if it's Marvel or if it's actually, like, Disney. Because Disney's very weird when they want to put money towards stuff. Like, Star Wars right now, they're like, here, use as much money yeah. as you want. We're going to make this because they know they're going to make all that money back. But the Marvel movies, they do good. But, like, I don't know if, like, Disney has, like, faith still in them kind of thing. Where they're like, they're like, oh, are people still going to go see the Marvel movies? I'm like, um, yeah, you got Guardians of the Galaxy 2 coming out this <laughs> yeah. year. I think everyone's seeing it, you know. Um I think you guys are going to be fine. Like it's, it's this weird thing that Disney's like, we'll put a lot of money into this, but we're not still sure about this. Even though it's like, Marvel's been making you money. I'm like, you've released two star Wars films. Marvel is still making you money kind of thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's, it's also with ABC. ABC is just a very weird network sometimes where like, they'll have a really good show and a lot of people love it. And they're like, yep, cancel. Well, no, you know what? Let's talk about ABC because agents move to that later time slot. So, they've been able to get a little bit more violent and, um, you know, a, a little bit more yeah. blood and, and type of violence thing, but it hasn't taken away from what the show is and the humor and all that stuff is still there. It's just, they're able to get a little bit more dirty when they need to. Mm-hmm. And I think it's helped the action sequences in the show. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I remember watching the first episode and uh, there's just like this huge amounts of blood spatter. I'm like, I, I don't remember this being the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I watched before. It must be the new time slot thing. Yeah. So, but although with the new time slots on at like 10 o'clock and uh, right. my, my wife and I are kind of like, all right, I'm, we're going uh, yeah. to be So we'll just watch this on Hulu the next day. Yeah. yeah. I, I actually really enjoy that. Just being able to just jump in like the next day and be like, all right, here it is. Um, But yeah, but. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. But hopefully, I guess this actually kind of can move into another story. But hopefully, maybe Ghost Rider will find a home somewhere on the Netflix uh, roster because I think they could probably do – Yeah, they could do very well. But but speaking of Netflix, Kyle, pictures have been popping up. Yes, uh, Lemony Snicket's uh, series of unfortunate events has been absolutely amazing. Oh, oh, that's right. That came out. I got to watch that. I'm I'm binge-watching it tomorrow. I'm off tomorrow, so that, that, <laughs> there's my Monday. Um, awesome. <laughs> but, okay, cool. <laughs> but, uh, no, um, Entertainment Weekly uh, released um, some Defender pictures, and for some reason I get an Entertainment Weekly magazine. I never subscribed for it. I don't know if someone like meant to give it to me as like, a present or something like that, and they, never, they forgot to tell me. So I get Entertainment Weekly, and this was in the mail the other day, and I got the cover and everything. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. I, I saw that online. It looks amazing. I love it. Uh, I, it's, again, you know, it's a lot of things are coming together for Marvel, like the team-ups. It's like, okay, Infinity War is on its way, and then this, too. So, yeah, uh, absolutely love so far, Luke Cage. So I can't wait to see what Iron Fist is going to be doing. Yeah, I agree. But my favorite picture so far is of them just sitting on, like, the back of a truck, and Jessica Jones kind of, like, crosses out the uh, enemies and the public enemies and calls it public defenders. Ah, yeah. Nice. I like that. That looks really cool. Um, and then there's, like, a few other pictures in here. Um, They got one of Misty Knight from Luke Cage uh, interrogating Jessica Jones, who's in handcuffs. Um, You see Damn. Luke Cage in the prison, and then you see pictures of Sigourney Weaver with the caption saying, just call her Queen Pin. Mm. Queen uh, hmm. You know, instead of Kingpin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just kind of like we we have a Kingpin though. Like, unless I think she... it's more just like a joke. I don't think she's actually called the Queen Pin in the thing. I, <laughs> I would hope not, because then they really just kind of <laughs> lost a lot of credit. Like you're like, wow, you built this over like four different shows, and now you just decided to uh, everyone would be like, what the hell? Marvel? What are you doing? Yeah. Um, uh, as of right now, uh, we know the name of her character is called Alexandra but we don't really know much about her. Um, it's, as of right now, no comic book counterpart. Yeah. That being said, though, they could be, like, uh, taking a bunch of different characters and kind of putting them into one character. They've done that before. So, like, uh, Whiplash and uh, 
the Crimson Dynamo and Iron Man two. So. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm actually curious if they were. I was actually curious if they were sorry about that. I was actually curious if they just gave her that name and like it's just kind of like a false name right now until like you actually start watching the series and then she's like, oh, my real name is such, and then everyone's gonna be like, holy crap, it's so. <laughs> she's secretly Squirrel Girl. <laughs> And they're like, wait, why are we fighting Squirrel Girl? And they're like, yeah, because <laughs> no one can beat Squirrel Girl. That's the rule. No, that's true. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, really cool. And if anyone ever knows who got me the Entertainment Weekly magazine subscription, uh, please come <laughs> forward. I'd like to say thank you. Yeah, th- thank. Uh, so Kyle's gonna be Kyle's gonna be ahead of everybody this year with his Entertainment Weekly subscription. Uh, he'll know <laughs> all the new fads that are coming out, what celebrities are doing. So. Kyle will have his new weekly report on, uh, on yeah. the the Pokemon podcast. Uh, Victory Road would be like entertainment news, and he'll just bust that out. What the celebrities are doing, who they're doing, all yeah. that stuff. Exactly. <laughs> and everyone's like, "What's this have to do with Pokemon?" And Kyle's all like, "It's all like he's taking his. He's on his phone. He could be playing Pokemon Go. I'm just going to make my own assumptions that all celebrities are playing Pokemon Go." <laughs> Always assume I am always playing Pokemon Go. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> How it goes. All right. Now, this I didn't hear about, or do you want to dive into the rebirth? Um, yeah. Uh, uh, well, we've got two other stories uh, before we get into the comic book. But uh, right now, uh, Watchmen, the Watchmen story that they've been talking about with the uh, Dr. Manhattan restarting the whole New 52 and all that fun stuff. With the rebirth, uh, we got to see the beginning of it all with uh, the Watchmen button with the little blood stain, happy smiley face thing. Um, and they're going to be doing a crossover between the Batman comic and the Flash comic. And the description for it reads as the two greatest detectives in the DC universe unite to unravel the mystery behind a certain blood stained smiley face button stuck in the Batcave wall. However, what begins as a simple investigation soon turns deadly when the secrets of the button prove irresistible to an unwelcome third party, and it's not who anyone suspects. This is a Squirrel mystery girl. woven throughout time, <laughs> and the countdown starts here. <laughs> it's always Squirrel Girl. I, I'm sorry to believe that's going to be the name of our episode. It'll be always. Like episode 92, Squirrel Girl. <laughs> there you go. Um, I do yeah. like the covers. Those, yeah. Those are cool. Yeah, uh, I really, yeah, I was just about to say, I really enjoy those covers. I kind of want, like, posters of both of those, like, Mm-hmm. side by side or like facing each other on a different side of the wall but yeah that I'm looking forward to this I think this is kind of a cool idea what uh, DC Comics are doing I don't know what it is like DC Comics and their like cartoon shows and their animated movies are just like knocking it out of the park like mm-hmm. yeah. with that but I'll be excited because uh, going back into that Watchmen world um, I absolutely love I never got a chance to check out you know the when they reintroduced did like the like before Watchmen I think it was called mm-hmm. uh, it was a couple years back maybe uh, maybe two or three years back uh but I remember reading the big book and then going to see the movie and stuff like that and you know um i actually really liked the movie uh i can see why they did what they did with that movie with Watchmen because it's literally if you didn't read the graphic novel and then out of nowhere there's this spoilers huge creature just falls in the middle of like Manhattan, and you're like what the hell is this but in the comics you're like oh okay yeah i, I get that you know um but yeah so i'm, I'm looking forward to this i i really want to know if there's gonna be Watchmen characters in it um, if we're going to have the interaction between like Batman and Rorschach and, or Owlman, um, you know, I don't, I'm hoping Owlman. Cause like they do say, um, it's not who anyone suspects. So maybe it'd be kind of cool. Maybe it's Owlman from earth Two, uh, the evil Batman. Oh, uh. interesting. But hmm. as of right now, it's only four issues. It's issues number 21 and 22, uh, 21 for both series comes out in April. And then 22 comes out in May. Perfect. So uh, if you want to go to your local comic book store, uh, tell them you want to get these two, uh, four issues and whatnot, and they'll happily put that down for you. Um, or if you're like me and use uh, discount comic book services, uh, the sign-up form should be starting in February. Okay. I'm actually going to probably start doing what you're doing with that. The the subscription kind of getting, picking out the ones you want. So, cause like, I'm trying to remember where my local like comic book store is mm-hmm. and it's pretty far from where I'm at. And it's even like you, f- I forget cause it's like not a place that you visit like every day or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. kind of. 
Yeah. Um, so um, what's what's really uh, about this premise? It's just that they're going to reset the universe in some way? Because, I, I mean, I'm, I'm really getting back into comics, especially mm-hmm. with uh, Power Rangers. But it seems like Marvel and DC are resetting their universe every couple of years. Well, uh, Marvel, yes. Uh, I don't know what's going on with Marvel anymore. I kind of stopped reading Marvel a little bit. But DC... Back when they started with the reboot of New 52, everyone right. thought it was a new universe, and we all blame Barry Allen because of his Flashpoint. So, <laughs> yeah. But with when DC Rebirth came out, uh, they brought back the original Wally West, and it, he kind of explained that this is still the same universe. At, the New 52 universe is still the same as the original universe that we've grown up with for so long. Uh-huh. It's just that someone changed a few things in the past that altered the future. And it turns out that was Dr. Manhattan from the Watchmen. Got it. Um, Well, I'm reading uh, uh, comicbookresources.com. I'm reading their article about this. And I guess this is going to be this rebirth. It's going to be a two-year storyline. And it's going to start with this crossover. Yeah. So it's going to start here, basically, and uh, hopefully we'll get more. Um, I don't know if it's going to end up with them resetting back to the original DC Universe or if they're going to completely restart it all over again, which I wouldn't be surprised because when they do that, it's basically just a way to get new readers on board. Yeah. And this whole DC Rebirth actually got me on board because I'm reading, like, Superman, Action Comics, Aquaman. Nice. Yeah, like... And if you want to read any of them, just this past week, uh, Superman, Batman, and Aquaman trade paperbacks just came out of the first few issues of the DC Rebirth. Oh, perfect. Yeah, that's usually what I've been picking up because I started doing that with the new uh, 52, and I really liked it, and then I fell behind, and then they started doing this one. But I think the best way to explain this, like why they do this, you know, of course it is like kind of the cash grab, but I think Kevin Smith said it best where he said, he's like, all comic books are second acts. Basically, Mm -hmm. you have your beginning with your origin story, and this is like, you're never going to do the third act because then it's over, and it's like you want to keep, keep things going. So that's why all these like weird, you know, like especially when Captain America was like hell Hydra and everyone's like, <gasps> and it's like, well, yeah, they want people to pick up the new Captain America <laughs> book. It's like, they've got to throw something in there or, you know, why would you go out and buy this stuff? So I think this is also with DC because DC has this weird way of cra- how they craft everything. So right. DC, I think what they're doing with the new 52, they were trying to get a bunch of people on, like new readers on to get on. And that actually got me back into reading comic books. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then the rebirth, it's like, well, we don't want to say all the stuff that you just read doesn't happen. We want to add new stuff and sprinkle new things. And so they're kind of trying to combine the entire universe. So everything's like back to like everything that you've read it as a child. And up to this point is all real, you know, kind of thing. Like it's not like mm-hmm. oh, this doesn't count. This doesn't count. Like trying to count everything. So I'm curious about this two year storyline if it's just going to be like everything is like they're just trying to get the kinks out and be like, okay, so everything from when you started reading it to now is all, you know, we're all in the same universe with the multi-verse and all that kind of stuff. So I don't know if DC is doing that or DC is just going to be like, after this two year arc, be like, we need more money. It's the new 45. It's like, wait, why'd you go backwards? (laughs) (laughs) Nah, DC likes the number 52. I don't think they'll ever change that number. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, so uh, yeah, but yeah, even like you said with Marvel, I I have fallen off of Marvel comics, and yeah. I, I, uh, actually a comic I did get, um, I have to read still, so I'll have a review of that next week. But I got uh, the trade paperback of Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe. I have, I've read Marvel Universe. Um, I still haven't read the the sequel to that Deadpool Illustrated, where he goes off and kills a bunch of <laughs> Illustrated uh, novel characters. Like he goes off and kills like Tom Sawyer and. <laughs> Moby Dick characters, like all bunch of, like old novel characters, he just goes off and just kills them. Oh, that's amazing! Okay, that's but yeah, so I'll read that and I'll at least have a comic book uh, new to read or whatnot. Yeah, I got to get back into. It. I've been trying to get just like tablet and just do like a subscription thing from that because I like collecting them. But then I'm like, you run out of space and you're just like, ugh. Yeah, I, I know how you feel. Three thousand comic books, Steve. Three thousand comic books. Yes. You told me that, but dang. But then I can't even, like, be like, well, that's way too many comics. I'm like, if you saw my gaming collection, you'd be like, really need all this. Like, yes. 
You never know when I'm going to go back and play the original Batman on NES. But yeah, this story that you found, I did. I've been. We've been hearing about you know the new with the new movies and everything that we were going to get another Green Lantern movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. The Green Lantern Four, which I think is a genius idea. Um, So yeah, let's Kyle pull that up and let's talk about this because I was just like, oh, okay, they're, they're actually jumping on this. Uh, DC Films has confirmed the premise and character plans for the Green Lantern reboot film, Green Lantern Corps. Uh, a lot of fans have apparently been wondering which of the four Earthbound Green Lanterns from the DC Comics lore the film will focus on, because obviously you got Hal Jordan, Guy Gardner, yep. Kyle Rayner, the best one, and Jon Stewart, not the uh, guy from Comedy Central. Yes. Tonight, we shake hands with... Oops, sorry. Thank you, Ed. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> I was waiting for that. I was all like, hey, the ad or whatnot. <laughs> um, well, anyway. yeah, trying to read it. Anyways, back to that interruption. Yeah. Kyle. It will focus <laughs> on Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart and if the plot from what is called a lethal weapon in space story. Ooh, okay. okay. <laughs> so, Wait, so we're going to have Jon Stewart going like, Hal Jordan, I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> that would be awesome. Uh, okay. According to the article, though, it says here the lethal the lethal weapon comparison, while being awkwardly on the nose racially, is fitting in this case. Hal Jordan is a devil may cry cocky plane pilot, while John Stewart is a meticulous and disciplined marine. The two of them have had many moments of friction on the comic book page, and with the right casting could definitely the type of banter and buddy cop arc that the movie fans love to see. Okay, okay. Um, well, let's see what happens with this, because, of course, uh, I mean, the disaster of the, the first Green Lantern movie, and, uh, like, it's even kind of bad when Ryan Reynolds said, yeah, I got the part, and we didn't even have a script yet, so you can kind of see where that movie was, you know, heading. Um, So, okay. So uh, I'm trying to think like casting wise, like uh, who we want to see as Hal Jordan, who we want to see. I'm I'm actually more looking forward to seeing uh, uh, Jon Stewart because that was like, you know, the one I grew up with, with Justice League, uh, you know, the cartoon show. So Mm -hmm. Hal Jordan, Nathan Fillion. I, yes, yes. I've always, Oh yeah, because when you hear him in the in the cartoons when he voices Green, it's like it's perfect. perfect. Yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, if he you know trims up a bit, and I, I think he I think he could do it. But I do also kind of want him for the Booster Gold and Blue Beetle movie if they ever get around doing that. Yeah, yeah. And of course, he's also a Marvel character right now, so. Oh, that's right. Ah, oh, we missed the we missed the boat on that. All right, well then we're just gonna go. We're just, we're just gonna go with a weird weird one. We're just gonna do. Uh, I'll just say Celeste Stallone as Hal Jordan for no reason. Brightest day and darkest night, right? <laughs> What's going on? Why am I all green? This is irregular, you know. Um. No, no, yeah, yeah. Now I do like that. No, Nathan Fillion, I do like that. Oh. Mm-hmm. I like it too. All right. Well, actually, you know what? Let's uh, let's throw out a question then. What if uh, we'll put out a new uh, the question this week? We haven't done one of these in a while, but uh, for next week's uh, next, you got two weeks to answer them. But I think uh, if you if you were casting the new uh, Green Lantern movie, who would you pick to play Hal Jordan, and who would you pick to play uh, John Stewart? And we'll try to see if we can get some people's uh, feedbacks on who they think should be playing these uh, two. Uh, Lethal cop characters in space, which I'm starting to believe they should just make lethal weapon in space now would be pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) And that was interesting. But so let's talk about why we have Eric on the show. A crossover happened starting this year. We talked a little bit at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Um, So the question I want to ask before you guys dive into it, because I'm very curious. So they're doing the Power Ranger team up. Right. So you. Power Ranger is getting teamed up with a DC superhero. Now, I don't know if they're doing it in the comic, but are they having the villains team up with any of the DC supervillains? And if not, who would you like to see teamed up with who? I read, like, the synopsis for um, 
I think number issue three, and I think Lord Zed is teaming up with uh, one of the DC villains, but I I forgot offhand. So I'm gonna look that up real quick. I don't know if it was like Brainiac or something. Oh, that would actually be good. That'd be interesting. Like I'd even like see like Dark Side or something. Yeah, like something like that. Like I'm even trying to think of like all the like I only know like the old school like um, Power Ranger villains. So um, yeah, that that was just yeah. I mean, they are they are doing Lord Zed. So yeah. Uh, let me see this Boom Studios. But yeah, so yeah, I was thinking, yeah, I didn't even think about like Brainiac. I was thinking like Lex Luthor with somebody, but then I'm like, eh, he really doesn't like aliens, so why would he team up with aliens because he hates Superman so much? Um, I'm trying to think who else. Uh, Let's see here. Next page. Yeah, it's, uh, it's Brainiac and Lord Zed. Okay, okay. okay, I like so that. They're, they're, they're partnering to destroy their mutual Earths. Can the Justice League withstand the dark terrors of Lord Zed? Will Angel Grove survive Brainiac's uh, aspirations? Okay. So, okay. so let's so I, guess, I guess they're going to reveal that in issue three. Okay. Okay. So only two issues have come out so far or one? No, just the just one. Just the one issue. Okay, just the one issue. Okay. Uh, so let's dive into this. You can actually talk about the different covers and everything like that. And basically, I guess, give us a little bit of why the how, how are they teaming up and why kind of stuff. And if you guys are really enjoying this. Well, like most crossovers, as of right now, they're not really teaming up. They're fighting each other. <laughs> okay. Yes. It's like the premise for every crossover ever. Yeah. Exactly. It's like misunderstanding. I hate you. Wait. We're actually both good guys. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so as a prime example, when you have you ever had a misunderstanding with somebody and you're immediately like, We gotta fight like and then afterwards you're like, Oh, oh, I'm you're right. I parked I parked over there. This isn't my car, like my bad. <laughs> I don't know, it just seems like well the the, the setup was, was kind of weird for this one. So they yeah. actually start the comic uh thirty six hours in the future with Angel Grove like completely destroyed. Oh, wow, okay. And, you know, you've got the rangers basically looking at this crater, and they're all like, oh, my God. And Zach is kind of a crumpled mess, and he's like, oh, this is just all my fault. And then you've got Superman, like, kind of hovering over him and saying, it's not your fault. And, you know, stand up. And then it goes, you know, 36 hours ago. So... So they kind of start off with the destruction of Angel Grove, which is a huge thing. I mean, that's yeah. that's your setup for why they're coming together. Yeah. Um, but no, the, the premise of how they got together is uh, Lord Zed basically set a booby trap. Uh, he stole Alpha and replaced Alpha with a, a lookalike uh, for the Rangers to find and bring back to the command center. And it's basically a big bomb. Uh, Zach is the one that finds Alpha, and Zordon and him are kind of examining Alpha. And then Zordon realizes it's a bomb, but before they're able to transport it out, it blows up. Uh, Zach gets hurt pretty badly with a concussion, and Lord Zed shows up. He storms the command center with a bunch of putties, and uh, he's pretty much beating on Zach, uh, saying, Hey, uh, you know, stay down, you're already hurt, it's over, I've won. And Zack grabs him and actually activates his teleporter. Well, Zordon's like, no, don't do it, because the tele- with the teleporter damaged, it actually sends them to the DC Universe dimension. And yeah. Zack lets go of Lord Zed mid-transport, so you see Lord Zed fall away like, no, and we don't know where he shows up. And then all of a sudden, Zach, he's still injured, uh, shows up in basically Gotham City. And he beats Batman. And Batman's like, hey, put down the axe. (laughs) Because he's got the power axe. And uh, there's there's that big misunderstanding, and they start fighting. Uh, Zach actually thinks Batman is one of Zed's monsters. 
because mm. he's like a bat suit. Yeah. Um, but he still he still has a concussion, so obviously he's not all there. And uh, you know, so they're fighting a bit, and uh, he he knocks out Zach, and then the other Power Rangers show up. They transport through like whatever that dimensional gate is, and then they just start fighting Batman. And Batman needs to call in reinforcements, so over the comms he calls the Flash. And there's this great thing where uh, at first I I didn't know it was the Flash. I thought it was going to be Superman because he's saying, oh, Illinois, now Ohio, and closing. And so I'm thinking, oh, well, it's just Superman flying really fast. And then you've got this awesome panel where, you know, the Rangers are all there with their weapons. And then you see the Flash blur and all their weapons are gone. And they're like, what the hell? (laughs) Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah the 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 flash shows up um uh batman jumps into uh the batmobile uh cuz he he like fires a batmobile missile or something and it blows up the rangers and they're trying to get the heck out of there uh but kimberly is actually like no we got to deal with this and she summons the actual pterodactyl Dinosaur, and it picks up the Batmobile in its mouth and starts oh, flying oh, away. That is awesome! Oh man! And then they actually call the the Watchtower, and uh, Cyborg is there. And Flash is like, "You're not going to believe this, but Batman's been taken by a flying pink dinosaur robot." <laughs> and that's how they end. That's how they end the first issue. Okay, <laughs> that's that's pretty good. Okay, so. Uh... I know there's more to come. There's a story that could unfold, but after reading this first comic and everything that, what what uh, what would you guys rate it? Uh, we'll do it five out of five. Uh, pterodactyls taking away the Batmobile. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll actually give it a, a four out of five. Um, you know, I thought it was interesting that they show uh, Angel Grove being blown up. So now, from the first couple pages you're already invested if you care about the Power Rangers because you're like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And then you see Superman there and you're like, wait, what's happening? So immediately I was I was pulled into this. Um, it's really cool to see them have a misunderstanding because Batman's describing them as like super agile and fast and they have all this strength, which is what the Power Rangers get when they're suited up. Mm-hmm. So... I and I like that Zach mistook him for a monster because you know he's got the whole bat cowl and everything and uh so it's it's pretty clear that you know th- there's that misunderstanding there and um you know in the Power Rangers universe they don't have people with superpowers like you know Superman and all this stuff just the monsters that they fight yeah so it's uh I I think it's a good blending of of universes it really is that's right what would you think kyle um i really liked that a lot um story it it moved very smoothly it wasn't like any like slow pacing or anything like that especially for like a first issue you expect like some kind of like origin type thing real quick but now Mm -hmm. they jump right into the whole thing i was like okay you should know who the power rangers are they've been around for at least almost 25 years so if you don't know who they are, um, shame on you. But <laughs> well, I, and I thought this was interesting because in the regular Boom comic series, they haven't even got to Lord Zed yet um, yeah. in, in the comics. So I thought it was interesting that they're doing this take of like the season two Mighty Morphin, where you know they have the Z putties and they have Lord Zed, yeah. um, and it's awesome to see Lord Zed in comic book form. He's just as menacing as he is in the show. Um, my only complaint is I thought that Zordon was a little bit too mouthy in this. Like he's more talk and he's always kind of been more of that stoic, you know, I've only got a few lines of advice type of thing. And here he's like, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, okay, calm down. Zordon. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So Zach, what are you doing later? He's like, uh, probably going home. He's like, you want to catch a movie or something? It's like, wow. Talking to him, but no one else is around. What's going on with that? 
Uh, I will say this, though. There was that one point, like, you see Zach when he's morphed in the command center and he's fighting the putties and Lord Zed. And for a brief second, I thought it was the Blue Ranger just because of the coloring. Yeah, and that's – yeah, I, I know what panel you're talking about because I'm looking at it now. But I, I think that's more of just, like, you know, the blue glow of the command center, the yeah. type of color palette that they're using. But uh, – yeah, and it's it's weird because in um, in Power Rangers they've always had like black and purple kind of be, like purple is always like the energy glow for yeah. black mm-hmm. kind of a thing. Uh, so, I speaking of morphing, um, I did like the few times when they they showed the morphing sequence, mm-hmm. and they're kind of doing it like mid action, so the suits just like materializing on them, and I really like the effect that they did. Uh, for this issue. Yeah. yeah. I was always curious about how that worked. Their little morphing stuff. Cause it's like, they do it. I'm like, well, I know when the helmets can come on, they snap off. It's like, literally you guys have to throw on your like onesie or whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of a cool. It gives you kind of an idea of like how that actually is like kind of works with their uh, universe. But yeah, this is, this is kind of really cool. I, I like this idea. Yeah. I'll probably be picking it up this uh, coming weekend. Cause I finally was like, yay, payday. I can get something, but I'll definitely check it out. And I'm going to start, uh, we'll, we'll keep doing it. So we, we probably do one where they, once we uh, start reading them all and everything that we probably do another show where we'll come back and we'll be like, did it live up to what we were thinking it lived up to? Or was it just kind of like, give us money, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> I, I hope it lives up to uh, the hype. Uh, personally, I love all the covers. I love the different team ups that they did. Uh, you've got Batman with the Pink Ranger, uh, you know, beating up some putties. You've got uh, Blue with Cyborg, which I think is a beautiful cover. Uh, the Flash and the Black Ranger was awesome. Uh, you've got Yellow Ranger and Green Lantern, and Green Lantern's ring has this cool like pigeon or or dove or something, uh, you know, behind Trini, which I thought was cool. Mm -hmm. And you got the green Ranger, you know, doing his flying kick uh, and Superman dodging it. (laughs) And you've got red Ranger and wonder woman kind of jumping from the skies. So, uh, and the main cover, which is this really cool uh, split with. Oh yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's right. And so you've got them all in the same positions, just opposite. I like that they paired Batman with Billy because they're both super smart. You know, yeah. Superman and the Red Ranger being the leader. Um, so yeah, I think it's, I, I think it's a great cover. Um, although I I don't buy a lot of DC comics, and maybe this is maybe this is what they do. But I thought the paper was a bit weird. Like it's this really thin. Uh, flimsy, glossy type of paper. And when I read the Boom Studios comics, like the paper feels a little bit thicker and yeah, uh, just nicer, uh, I guess. This is more DC than uh, okay. Boom Studios. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I was I was curious if that was just, this is like a standard DC thing. Another thing with DC, there are so many freaking ads. That's, that's what I... <laughs> like that's, a ton yeah. of ads. I don't yeah. know if it's just DC, though, because I did pick up a while back the Invader Zim uh, comics that they started doing again to continue the story instead of in cartoon show. Uh, and, yeah, I noticed that, too. It's like you're reading it. You're like, okay, okay. And then it's like ads, ads, ads. That's why I think I started going with the trade paperbacks going, like, at least I'm getting, yeah. like, a book and I don't have to worry about, like, oh, it's two pages of story, and apparently I need to definitely buy whatever they're selling right now. <laughs> um but no, like I, I just feel that even the Boom Studios Power Ranger comics, I'm not encountering the same yeah, number of ads that, that DC is. And I don't know mm-hmm. if you know they handle things a little bit differently with their advertising or whatnot. But um, yeah, like that was kind of annoying. Um, the paper quality, and and again, I mean, I'm not collecting these on you know a regular basis, but uh, you know, switching over because DC is the main publisher for this. Um, yeah, it was, it was just a little different feel than than what I'm used to, I guess. Mm. Um, but I mean, you got the Pink Ranger with the Batmobile in its beak to end. Yeah, I, I mean that's the hook right there. Like, yeah, okay, yeah. I need to. It's so ridiculous. Like, I I need to see where this goes. 
Yeah, you're mm -hmm. like, okay, where is, yeah, because <laughs> you get to, you, <laughs> I want to know how many people read this was like, nah, I don't even know how to see this ends up. You're like, are you <laughs> kidding me? I'm hoping Wonder Woman shows up with her invisible jet and we just see like a, like some type of like flying battle between Wonder Woman and Dude, Ranger. That would be awesome. And if that happens, you totally called it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's what I'm curious about. Uh, what are your predictions? You think might uh, like maybe some other supervillain team ups, or uh, what other characters might uh, show up in this? And like, yeah, let's see if uh, any of the predictions are right. Kyle's usually pretty good with his predictions most of the time when it comes to uh, shows and movies and stuff like that. So, well, we we know Brainiac's going to show up. Um, yeah. I mean, I would love to see Lex Luthor. I mean, he's always a standard. Uh, DC villain for this. Um, I would love to see Gorilla Grodd somehow. And, you know, the Power Rangers be like, okay, what's with this talking gorilla? And it's like, okay, we, we face crazier monsters than this. Like, just something like that. It would be cool if if the villains teamed up as well. All right, I got a random villain. I don't know if you guys... You guys saw the Teen Titans cartoon that was a couple years ago? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the final season, they were going up against uh, the Brotherhood of Evil, and you had the brain in the little tube. Yes. Just have him and Lord Zed just have, like, a brain off or whatever. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, that would be pretty funny. I was thinking, of like, uh, also it would be kind of cool to see is, like, Solomon Grundy. Uh, yes. Battle the power because he literally looks like a monster for, like, like in one of their shows. That would be kind of, like, a funny kind of take. Um but, uh, yeah. Yeah, we do I, have, I, I would love uh, I was going to just say, we do have one uh, villain in the DC universe, uh, Giganta, who can grow. She was in the DC cartoon. Oh, oh yeah. No. We could have her go up against the Megazord. Oh, that, that would be that, sweet. That would be pretty. Oh, oh shut or, up and take my money. makes one of, like, Brainiac grow or something like that. It's like... Uh, instead of like make my monster grow, make my brainiac grow or something like that. <laughs> uh, that bomb. Be, yeah, that'd be really cool. Oh. Yeah, he still has his Z staff. Uh, mm -hmm. So yeah, who who knows what's gonna happen? Um, but I th I just thought it was cool that they can still summon uh, their Zords in another dimension. I think that's pretty yeah. sweet. Yeah. So what, really whatever cool. teleporter accident. Uh, it seems to work both ways because from the first couple pages, we know that Superman is showing up in Angel Grove. Yeah. So obviously there's some dimensional rift or something going on where maybe they can go back and forth. Yeah. And maybe that's what, maybe that's what Lord Zed does is that he summons some DC villains to go to Angel Grove, mm. which would be pretty sweet. That would be, yeah, that'd be Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's pretty kind of cool. So yeah, we'll see what uh, what's uh, what the mashup's going to be, what the excitement is. I got to figure out what's going to happen with uh, the Batmobile now being taken <laughs> by Pink. Uh, uh, um, I got a question for you, Eric. Um, I know yeah. you got the uh, sketch cover variant. Uh, do you know what you're going to sure. get on that? I have absolutely no idea what I'm going to get on that. Um, no, I just I got to float some ideas and uh, try to create something. Um, I definitely got to think about it before C2E2 because, uh, you know, I might commission an artist there to do something for it. So okay. I, I got to think conceptually what I want to do. But, um, yeah, I'll, I'll see. I'll see what happens in the in the second issue and see what inspires me for this. There you go. <laughs> Very cool. I would have done just uh, – Barry in the middle and like the two sides of uh, the Power Rangers, and we're just going like, "Damn it, Barry, you and your flashpoint." <laughs> Always blame Barry for flashpoint. <laughs> I blame Barry. I blame Barry Allen for everything. Now I'll be at work and be like, "Oh, we got to do overtime." I'm like, "Damn it, Barry!" Like squirrel girl. It was like, "Who's Barry?" Like, <laughs> coffee spills on you. You're like, "Damn it, Barry!" He's like, "Come on, I didn't." Me just no, I me going back in time and doing that didn't just make you spill your coffee right now. No, I'm pretty sure it did, Barry. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think that's uh, actually one thing we do need to talk about, uh, Kyle, is our contest for people to win the long box box. 
because uh, yes, the uh, one box box that's been going on for almost three years now. Yeah, almost three years, but no, because we're going to finally hit the 100th episode, and then we're going to we're going to give that out. So we need to definitely start laying the groundwork of well, if you're already if you already liked us on Twitter, and you're following us on uh, Facebook and everything like that, and you subscribe to the podcast on any one of our many outlook uh, outlooks, any um, social media, whatever they're called. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I know the word, but I can't like it's not coming to. <laughs> it's like uh what is it anyways but any of the other places you can find us on the web um yeah and then kyle and i will probably come up with uh, i'm trying to think of a bit either a very good contest like uh you know what people can enter it or whatnot or mm, you know something but yeah so we gotta we'll start laying the groundwork for that because on the 100th episode one lucky winner will be getting the long box box Ooh. Which now I have to go find a long box box for that as well. <laughs> It'd be weird if I just send it in the little box that it came in. Um, but yeah, and then I have added some stuff to it as well. Um, but also, uh, apparently, so the, the Funko boxes that I get, the subscription boxes, um, apparently since I was a loyal customer, they're sending me a free block. Um, mm. So I don't know if I'm getting one from a subscription that I'm not with because they were like, we're going to try to get you to subscribe to another one. But I'm like, I do DC and Marvel. So the only other one is Star Wars. Um, but it did come from Marvel. So if I, if I am getting one that I already got before, um, I probably might take some of the items in that and put it in the box. But uh, depending on the, uh, the Funko uh, pop vinyl that I get, the exclusive one, we'll, uh, we'll see what we'll do with that one. Maybe... Uh, some lucky winner might just get one of those. Nice. So, but yeah, but I want to thank uh, Eric for taking the time to come on the show and chit chat with us about Power Rangers and comics and all that fun stuff. Um, Eric, if people are yeah. looking for you on the internet, I know we hit that in the beginning of the show, but just uh, lay it out there for everyone again if they want to follow you or listen to any of the other shows you do on our network. Sure, uh, you can follow me on uh, all social media at TrekkieB47. Uh, you can catch me on the Ranger Command Power Hour uh, podcast on the Four Eyed Radio Network and also the Starfleet Escape podcast. And yeah, uh, like I said, Ranger Command is hitting uh, three years uh, towards the end of this month. And uh, we're still going strong, so stay tuned for our anniversary special and uh, all that new stuff, so it's gonna be cool. So coming up on your your three years, like does yeah, in like three years, because like I keep seeing like Facebook posts for my stuff and going like, oh wow, I've been doing this for like this many years already. Like it doesn't feel like it, you know? No, it doesn't. It really doesn't. Um, you know, Zach and AP and I were just talking on our last episode, and it it's like, where did the time go? It really doesn't feel like we've been doing this for three years. Um, so it's, uh, it's definitely a milestone for us and, um, you know, it'll be really interesting once we hit like the actual number 100. I know we've done more than a hundred episodes at this point, just with our, uh, extra episodes through Patreon. So, um, yeah, I think last year we hit over, you know, 40 hours of content uh, that, that we put out. So yeah, uh, Definitely awesome stuff, and, you know, we're – a lot of big things are happening this year. You know, we've got the Power Rangers movie coming out, uh, the new uh, Power Rangers television series, Ninja Steel, coming out, and next year is the 25th anniversary of the show, so that's going to wow. be huge. So, yeah, we're, uh, we're going to keep going strong, and uh, lots to talk about Power Rangers in this uh, new year, so. No, it's a, it's cool. I like. I'm glad like people are able to find like a media, just like Kali's doing. You know, Victory Road. Now it's like it's something that he likes to do, and he talks about it, and it you know just takes off. So it's kind of just fun like that. There's this media out there where you can just sit down with a bunch of people, record, and other people listen and be like, oh yeah, I really do enjoy this, or you know, all oh, these guys are entertaining or something like that. So it's really just kind of fun and stuff. But yeah, but thank you for being on the show again as always. I'm actually thinking an episode of. Uh, uh, the Godzilla show might come back this year if uh, you and I go see Skull Island and want to talk about it when it comes out. Absolutely. I think the trailer was amazing for that. So, yeah, we'll we'll definitely do that for sure. 
And then uh, we'll, we know the big team upcoming with, uh, you know, another Godzilla movie and another uh, Pacific Rim movie. So uh, we might be doing what we do with the Star Wars podcast where it's like uh, every so often there might be an episode. Um, but Kyle, where can people find you when they're looking for you on the interwebs? Uh, well, you guys can find me on Twitter at Deadpool underscore Ranger. And you can always check out my other podcast at Victor Road Pod on Twitter and Facebook. And actually, currently, right now, we are doing another contest, thanks to my amazing co-host, Doug. He uh, started up a pop contest for some games and some really cool items. So nice. check it out, retweet it, and uh, hope you win. Very cool. Oh, speaking of which, uh, I got to remember, if I get any uh, some Pokemon stuff um, from any one of the boxes that I subscribe to or whatnot, and it's really, I'm like, yeah, this is cool, but I don't really want it or whatnot. If you want, I can send it to you guys, and you guys can give out more prizes if you like. Or I can keep it for myself. But yeah, sure. That works. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever works, Kyle. Um, yeah, go ahead and check out those guys, other shows on the podcast. and everything. I want to thank everyone for listening. And uh, yeah, I don't know if I have anything else to add. I guess we'll be back in two weeks, which would probably be when shows are coming back on. So that should yep. be interesting. And then, of course, I think what? in Is it March or May when uh, Iron Fist starts? Uh, that comes out in March. And then, Perfect. March is a huge month. Yeah. There's a lot going on in March. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've got, you what, got, the Power Rangers movie? You've got uh, uh, Mass Effect. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> you've got Mass Effect. You've got Nintendo Switch. You've got Power Rangers movie. Oh, yeah, oh, there's yeah, a lot probably- going on. Yeah, speaking of the Switch, yeah, I found out I get paid that day, and I'm probably taking the day off from work, and yeah, I'm, I'm definitely getting a Switch. Nice. Good luck. <laughs> oh, they already sold out? Oh, yeah. 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 Damn it. I was going to pre-order this week, too. I'm waiting, because the only game I want doesn't come out until, like, Christmas time, so. Oh, oh I'm doing it, because Zelda, man. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Love me some Zelda. But, yeah, we'll, we'll be talking a lot of that on uh, Arcade Bros uh, this week. Uh, but, yeah, so I want to thank everyone for tuning in and listening. And, uh, yeah, Kyle, I guess take us away with those words that let everybody knows that the show is over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not very good today. Uh... <laughs> uh, okay. You done? Mm-hmm. Okay. Long box cast. Too many issues for a short box. And we can be bought. By anything, really. Yeah. It's morphin' time, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I was waiting for that. It's always morphin' time. It always is. It's also always morphine time, but that's a different story. Yeah, that's that's a different thing. (laughs) that to a woman at work the other day she kept pulling out like this box of hers that she has for her hearing aids but like how she pulled it out she did like that and i'm like what is it morphing time or something like that and then she started like dying laughing it's like form of hearing buds oh no <laughs> wait did you just oh, yeah, mix power you... rangers with uh, the wonder twins oh yeah that too yeah <laughs> that's the movie i'm waiting for where's that team up where's like oh my god that would be the greatest team up Vulcan Skull and the Wonder Twins. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Too much. Can we get a? Can we get, a, can we get a, like a side story of that? Like later on, like after this is done, it'll be like a little mini spinoff series. You know what they should have done? Because in the main uh, Power Rangers comics, they have like these little short Vulcan Skull comics uh, mm-hmm. at the end, and they should have kept that up with Justice League, like. They somehow cross over with, I don't know, Jimmy Olsen or something. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. (laughs) (laughs) They somehow meet the Million dollar ideas, people. We need to just be like, hey, DC, we're going to do a short story of this. Is that cool? Now, have them team up with Teen Titans Go. Oh. Yeah. Minus Cyborg, (laughs) obviously. Yeah. Oh, I decided. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, God. This is the main story. Uh, you just put that bad taste in my mouth of Teen Titans Go. <laughs> You're welcome. You know what was the most messed up thing I saw from Teen Titans Go was a little screenshot of, like, there's an urn on, like, their 
mantle or some of that. It says like Robin two, and it has his ashes in there. And you're like, wait, what? Wow. Yeah. Poor Jason Todd. I was, I was like, wow, Teen Titans Go just got like it got dark. dark. Yeah. <laughs> well, have you seen them make fun of their own show where uh, Control Freak shows up and is like, well. You guys aren't even the original thing. You guys are like based off of a comic book, based off the TV show, based off of a comic book. And he shows them like the original cartoon. And like, oh my gosh, we were so high def. What happened to us? <laughs> <laughs> I, I love when they bl- break the fourth wall with that kind of stuff. It's awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, uh, yeah, the Spider-Man show does that a lot. To the um, Which now we're getting a new Spider-Man show sometime this next year or something like that. Why would they cancel the old one? I don't understand uh, to get new viewers in to understand the new un- origin of Spider-Man, so yeah, I, I've seen the origin of Spider-Man so many times. I don't yeah care to see that I mean, again. I feel like everyone should know it by now. Even, as soon as you're born, you should know the origin of Spider-Man. <laughs> That's the first thing is you, you know. So like, Mama, Dad, Dad. It's like, all right, now Spider-Man with great power comes great responsibility, and you're like three, and you're like, yeah, I know that. Like. <laughs> I've already read all the issues. Yeah, I think I think another reason why they do it because they did it with the Avengers cartoon show, like the uh, you know Earth's Mightiest Hero. I really enjoyed that, and then they revamped it, and I think they're just doing it because it's like, well, here's the movies. We want to make it more like the movies, and then since we now have the new Spider-Man, you know, they're kind of like, well, this is this Spider-Man attached to this kind of thing. So it's it's all marketing. I don't know why I know so much about this stuff. I'm not even in the marketing. But I, I know all these worthless information facts. I think that's the reason why, because now they're like, okay, the new Spider-Man movie's coming out. We'll have this be like a takeoff of that. So kids will now follow it and yada, yada, yada. And we're just all like, well, what was wrong with the old one? The old one was good, you know? Exactly. It's so, weird. Yeah, it's weird. 